Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What up, y'all? I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. <laughs> and we oh, are the Conscious Collaboration. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Yes, was- <laughs> like, are you? <laughs> I was not sure who I was after. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Lanolin. <laughs> Do you really That's like a lamp? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> One day, maybe we can do the podcast in the essence of Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I'm totally done. That would be a fun Gemini game. Yeah, let's do it. Well, welcome everybody to today's podcast where (laughs) (laughs) the shenanigans have already begun. (laughs) Yes. No, I mean, I think it was nice. We had a nice pre-chat, Emily and I did. And, you know, it was just kind of combing through all of the activity that's been happening in the past week. And last week, we had a really good conversation around um, that was leading us towards talking about making big decisions. And it makes sense. Um, It came to me and I was sharing with Emily in a feng shui conversation we were talking about the symbolism of nine and we're in a nine month September. Um, and symbolically nine, uh, talks about the closing out of cycles Mm -hmm. and Emily was alluding to, yes, this, this makes a lot of sense. Um, making these big and tough decisions are going to happen at the end and the close of a cycle. Um, in feng shui, nine is a very auspicious numbers, arguably one of the most lucky numbers out there. Um, it is connected with the, um, the culmination of all of your desires and actualizing on a goal. So it's closing out and completing that cycle and bringing something from the ethers into existence. Um, there's lots of other beliefs in numerology around nine two. a lot of people see 10 as a closing out of a cycle, but in the feng shui perspective, we're looking that um, looking at that as the, um, you know, as a one number. Um, right. Steve, as my boy Steve describes it, it's um, nine is the end of a cycle. <laughs> and I think verbatim, 10 is the end end mm-hmm. <laughs> beginning of a new cycle. Yeah. That's yeah. We were talking in feng shui, it. like there's another I Ching deck that we were using at the time. And the image that we pulled um, really showed like a very like, a very pregnant woman, like right about to give birth. And so it's like when you're in that stage, you're lining up, you're doing all the nesting and preparing for this new creature. It's the portal. Yeah. It's the portal. So it's, yeah. it's that like welcoming and, in in, um, and making room for that, what you're bringing into creation. And um, so I thought... And Emily thought, let's talk a little bit more about this seasonality of where we are not only in fall, um, so coming into the solstice and shifting into lesser light, but also the shedding. Of... Ew, I know. I hate, 
I I'm not a fan. I like 9 p.m. sunsets. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. Um, but we'll we'll move through it. I know a lot of people yeah. are rejoicing because they just survived Sad Girl Summer. Um, because there are people that aren't like us that really had a hard time during summer. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it it was the culmination of things leading up to these um these cycle endings and big changes and tough decisions that all go hand in hand together. And here's the thing about that is that these things are usually terrifying. They're hard to let go of. Especially right at the end when you're, in the analogy that you just used, Mm -hmm. you know, having a baby, like, I I know your driveway story was a little different, but I mean, (laughs) it's kind of scary right before, like when, when you're at that point of no return, you're like, Like, change my mind, like either get back out or get out or get back in motherfucker. (laughs) We ain't doing this, you know, but, um, the, in our pre-chat, uh, eaching reading the image on the current, energy card, which was described by excessive pressure, which makes total sense to me as well. The image showed what reads to me is like this big monstrous tidal wave mm-hmm. and this looming, like that's, that's the word looming. It's like looming over you almost cartoonishly. And I think we do, I think the reason why it's cartoonish is because we create that. We, um, to loop it into a, a, a tarot concept um, in the nine of swords card. Uh, what that card is about is kind of like anxieties keeping you up at night, so to speak. Oh, yeah. um, but really anxieties of our own creation. Their swords are thought they're, they're in your, in your head. So, Um, I think, I think we do this. I think this is human nature to sort of, uh, just demonize these big moments of change because for lots of reasons, fear of the unknown, uh, uh, you know, lots of reasons, but what we need to pay attention to is what you were talking about at the very beginning and what the actual energy of this time is, if we choose to take advantage of it, which is very auspicious, meaning very good change is inevitable. Change is, you know, the only, basically the only guarantee besides death, which is the ultimate form of change. And so, you know, it's, it's, not to our benefit to to be afraid of it and to make it into this big looming monster when as your cards indicated what is on the other side of that mm-hmm. excessive pressure and that scary uh you know fear of the unknown and you know mm-hmm. those tough decisions and those big changes what is on the other side is easy progress. It looks like sunshine land. Okay. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to come up with another like weirdo Emily analogy too. But um, you remember the movie, um, <laughs> remember the movie who framed Roger Rabbit? Yep. 
<laughs> I loved that movie when I was probably too young to be watching it because it wasn't actually a kid's movie, but I was like five watching this movie. I think I got in trouble for bringing it into my kindergarten class because there was a joke about booby traps in there. But anyway, there's a part <laughs> where you go, <laughs> where they go into Toontown mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like very happy and the sun is there and it's singing and dancing. You see all the like different yeah. cartoon characters. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> and that's kind of what that card looks like. But it's very it's pleasant like I want to go there yeah it's very like yellow brick road to me I was really excited when they first went into Toontown I was like yeah I want to go there like all this creativity and like bubbles popping and yeah all of that I think there's so many things that we've been talking about Emily um in terms of the season and fall season we were talking about like how everyone makes jokes about how everyone wants to get in their cars and go look at all the the dying trees and oh right, yeah. Ooh, look at me. <laughs> look at yeah. We're gonna go take it. Which you know, it was, everybody... it was, a, it was a Florida. It was a a pro Florida joke. Mm-hmm. I guess it was something about going going up north and looking at dead trees. Yeah, looking at all the beautiful yeah. fall foliage. And or maybe so it was pretty. maybe it was a dig at people who that transplants from up north who complain yeah. about because we don't really have fall here. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I think it's pretty, but a random tree is having a fall moment sometimes and that's fine. Yeah. Or we have that like spring fall, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Where we actually have to rake up leaves. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's not in, it's not in (laughs) autumn. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's special, but, um, so like these beautiful fall leaves, everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is so pretty. And and you want to like cling to it and photograph it mm-hmm. um, because the next stage is like barren and like nothing. So it it's much like when you're at the close of a cycle and, you know, or planning or when you're at the end of a pregnancy and you have to like make that full commitment or embodying into that next phase, you have to let go. Like the trees mm-hmm. let go of mm-hmm. all of those leaves so they can. Yep recycle um and re you know bring them back in and looking at this image that we saw in the I Ching reading on the artwork showing what looked like a tree with that giant looming um tidal wave that excessive pressure um and you're right about perceptions too because it's it's that hanging second of a wave that is what's so terrifying is when you're like in mm-hmm. the shadow of that giant wave like that's the thing you have nightmares about Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really just kind of like washing through that I think it ties back into our conversation too about um you know looking for like the glimmers of what's next on the other side so it's we're in this like excessive pressure fall change of season things are we're letting go of things um, but what releases a lot of that excessive pressure um, and will allow for easy progress is that letting go, mm-hmm. is that, you know, realizing that things that are no longer aligned are going to wash away. Um, mm-hmm. And you might have a few stragglers that hang on. Yeah. Um, and those, but, are, those are your yeah. tough decisions. A lot of times that we were talking about last time, those are your tough decisions. Letting things go is usually tough otherwise it's not you're not letting it go you're just like you're not even thinking about it you don't care right. you know 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if it's, yeah, if you're turning a blind eye to something that you should be letting go of or relinquishing or changing, um, it's probably going to prolong that. Yeah. Well, and that's what you were talking about earlier too. You sort of have two options in this, uh, state. You can either remain stagnant or you can move towards positive change because if you're just so, you know, paralyzed by the fear of what's on the other side of that tidal wave, then you'll just never, you'll never let it yeah, <laughs> watch over you and you'll just stay where you are for fear that whatever's on the other side, you know, for fear of whatever's on the other side of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of people get stuck on the same level over and over and over again. And for entire lifetimes sometimes because they don't, it's they're too afraid to make the tough decisions. They're too afraid to close out the cycles. They're too afraid to let go and release and stop telling the same stories, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that they've been telling themselves for yeah. however long. Yeah. I like that too. The, the letting go of your story too. I was just talking mm-hmm. to someone in a collaboration And, um, you know, in her collaboration with me, you know, she's coming from real estate and shifting into working, um, you know, working with me that requires like a little bit of repositioning of her, like who she is, like her about her. So that requires her Mm -hmm. to, you know, create that, um, you know, imprint of herself, whether that's something that she puts out on the internet, whether that's what she puts in her LinkedIn bio, whether that goes you know, wherever that goes. But the first step is rewriting that story to have purpose and alignment with what the new thing is. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. letting go of all those like, oh, I've been telling this story for 20 years um, and it's Mm -hmm. very successful, but that doesn't meld into. Well, um, a lot of it goes back to the idea of what we talk about a lot of like bringing the power back to yourself um, by, you know, renaming yourself or naming yourself as the author of your own story again, and not, you know, just this collection of things that have happened to you that have happened to you, but rather shifting towards a collection of choices Mm -hmm. that you make as things happen, things will keep happening. That's just, you know, yeah. as long as you are in a breathing vessel, like things are going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's just and they the way can it make works. fantastic but, like, stories, but you don't bring have to it live back in to them. like my story is actually about the choices that I make mm-hmm. with all the things that happen, not about just me, like, you know, meandering through as all these things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. The symbolism of nine and closing out a cycle, it can be stressful for some people for that reason, because they're so connected to the story of that process Mm -hmm. that it's gotten them to this place. And now having to go into uncharted territory, like the other side of the tsunami, what's there? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, we're, we're comfortable with the discomfort on this side of the tsunami where we can see it. We know what that feels like. We know what that flavor is. We don't know. We don't know what that flavor of discomfort is on the other side. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd rather, I think then we get into the discussion of like, do you want to redo this cycle again? Or is it going to be totally oh, new? No, don't be like <laughs> <laughs> But that, I mean, I feel like, like this is, a con- everything is cyclical. Like this is a constant, this is the, like the yeah. cycle of life. This is how, this is what is literally what is represented in, you know, the, the tarot too, Mm -hmm. like through, you know, the journey through the major arcana of the tarot. Um, so when we actually start to realize that and behave that way, then we can actually start to notice the things change that we feel like, you know, are keeping Mm -hmm. us stagnant because it's not the external that's keeping us stagnant. It's our own, choices or lack of choices you know yeah I think we too we get addicted to the dopamine of like this fight that we're familiar with Mm -hmm. so it's like you know it's like party planning or like planning for a wedding or a baby on the front side of it you're like oh this planning is so exciting um you know you get familiar with it there's a lot of drama involved perhaps or there's a journey in it there's a story um and then you're just done you know, mm-hmm. close the chapter on that. You can't go back and, and like redo it all on the other side of, mm-hmm. of it. Um, is, so I think for those that are listening that are like us, I, I think it's easy for us to see in our own lens and our lives, the cycles that are changing and shifting. I mean, that means, you know, in your, in your perspective, you know, even just shifting into a new space, like a new chapter, like that's mm-hmm. symbolic you know, symbolical of uh, that, you know, it's huge. Uh, That's hugely. Yeah. Closing out a five year cycle and starting a whole new one with whole new bones, whole new, whole Mm -hmm. new body, whole new vessel for, for the studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, we've announced that on a podcast episode yet, but I, I am (laughs) reloading my, I got the keys now. We can, we can, we can talk about it. Okay. (laughs) It's not a secret. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code COLLAB15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. Uh, Relocating the studio, um, not too, too far from current location but the circumstances of the times called for a drastic change in order for you know me and for the business to be able to see the next level can't yeah. just keep doing things the way we're doing them even though we love the current space oh, and environment so much space. you know that makes it really hard you know like you said there's a lot of things it's there's huge. a lot of entanglements right with yeah it was an emotional um Mm -hmm. yeah I mean that that was one of the top things on my mind for like our last 
handful of podcast episodes, you know, um, when I kept alluding to like, oh, we got so much going on. We got so much going on, mm-hmm. you know, logistics of relocation uh, are extensive. <laughs> There's a lot to figure out. There's a lot of capital to come up with and, and uh, searching to do and things like that. And um, so, yeah, it, it was, and it, yeah, to even get to the point where I was open to not being in this space anymore, I was so emotionally attached to it that, you know, I had basically, I was just accepting that my business was tied to this specific space. Right. Yeah. But that's a very limiting belief as it turns out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's more, uh, I mean, the space is very conducive just as I think the new space that you're moving into, which, yeah. you know, we will look at the land energy and, and the space energy of it and everything, but I can already see um, why that may be a space that's attracted you for expansion I mean, it really does have a lot of the components within the radius, within that three-mile radius that um, is going to be really beneficial to you and anyone that's in the studio um, because for the brand that you're creating is more, um, is equally as relationship-based as it is the physicality of it. Yeah, definitely. So I'm excited, but I know we truly fully fell in love with what, you know, that space that you're in currently has done to help support the alchemy of uh, who we've attracted um, Mm -hmm. into everything that, you know, that's happening and what you've been able to achieve too, in terms of um, your identity. I think for those who are listening, if they're starting to see any congruency and what's happening in their own lives and business or their own entrepreneurship, is to really evaluate what is it that, you know, you're feeling excessive pressure about right now and how do you pass through that pressure and mm-hmm. see any indications or can you start to see the glimmers of, of what you're going to be transmuting into on the other side? And that means maybe to what you talked about, Emily, in terms of what has been your journey and what have been your stories? Um, now's a good time for everybody to reevaluate those stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, really, in terms of business and personal, I think you can apply this both to both. Really examining your beliefs, like, like if you're feeling blocked you know, in something, if you're feeling blocked from, you know, the abundance you feel like your business can achieve or whatever it is, there's something about your perspective that needs to be examined. Like I, I didn't even, you know, it didn't eat. It seems so obvious now, but it literally didn't even occur to me. Like the, the, my belief was like, well, I can't just move. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't just move. I can't just move the whole studio. I mean, for years, that was my, like, right. nope. Like it did, the, the idea didn't even get past that because, and it, and then it's like, it, it, like I said, it just seems so simple and kind of silly now. 
you know, if, if you've got this problem of, okay, I, I have too much overhead for, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that my business wants to expand, wouldn't your first (laughs) solution be to look at what costs your biggest overhead by far and what, you know, what can you do to, to uh, shift that if anything, but it's just like, so examine your beliefs. Don't, uh, you know, and examine beyond what you think is possible right now. Because sometimes the best and the easiest and the most freeing next steps come in, you know, come behind what you think you can't just do. Yeah. It's almost like blinders. Like third place solution. You know what I mean? Like, like you think it's a mistake to be super binary and think that there's only this way of doing things and this way of doing things. Right. Mm-hmm. I either do this or this. There's always another yeah. potential solution. There's always another perspective. There's always another approach. And uh, we just have to watch how we're limiting ourselves. Yeah. I mean, that applies to business, that applies to relationships or beliefs that you have mm-hmm. about yourself. I know you probably hear that a lot in terms of people that are looking to be healthier. Like, well, I can't just, um, or, you know, it's impossible to lose this amount of weight or mm-hmm, transform mm-hmm. or get right. stronger. Right. Or are you going to call me out? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. How'd you know? Because <laughs> I could tell you just lit up like a kid in a candy store. I don't actually enjoy calling you out that much, but, um, But yes, I was going to say like when you Mm -hmm. approach a lift that you've done a million times yeah, and uh, you'll give me the look like, well, I don't know if I can do that. And uh, (laughs) I just, I I almost do start laughing at you because I'm like, is it you that's been showing up for three years? <laughs> right. Deadlifting every single Monday, or is it somebody right. else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But then I'll like, like oh, accidentally I that much. Like, bitch, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> the number I have like a block with numbers, but then like I'll. Well, accidentally... Even if I don't tell you the number, I usually don't even tell you. Yeah, the number. it's best that you're not. Thank you, but it, like accidentally do Marcus's weight and think you just you just ha- you know it's like <laughs> beliefs that you already have. And you did Marcus's weight that right, and it was like I was like, "Wow, (laughs) this is hard." But I I accidentally (laughs) put um, (laughs) a different client's uh, weight on on for her rows. She did some some cable some cable rows Mm -hmm. at her body weight, and she did them Mm -hmm. every rep. She was going, "Oh my god, this." So why is it so hard <laughs> <She did them. laughs> I don't remember them being this hard you didn't even die you didn't even die you're fine mm-hmm. that's fine so but the point is we we limit ourselves in ways that like we don't even realize we literally don't even realize we can literally show up to a a a task that we do 
repeatedly at least once a week for years Mm -hmm. and still be like, oh, I don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So this is just a really important time period to do that check in and reflect on those types of stories that you may be creating for yourself. Um, Both Emily and I agree that we both are (laughs) fall victim to this or corporate of um, that behavior. I know it's okay. It's human Mm. behavior. I don't like that correction. Yeah. Right. I know (laughs) we're not. I like that correction from victim Um, to culprit. (laughs) Right. Culprit. Yeah. Because I mean, it is it's our choices. It's not, it's not what's happening to us. It's exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. I, and it's our um, problems aren't special. Right, right. That's human behavior. And I think Mm -hmm. before, you know, anybody starts to beat themselves up about how they're feeling underneath the weight of this excessive pressure right now, um, just know maybe perhaps there are some decisions to be made. And on the other side, just some beautiful, easy progress um, and really own into that. So this is a good time in this nine month to do that inventory of what are you putting out there? What what stories are you telling yourself? Do they need to shift? Um, that means for me, I'm immediately thinking about going to my website and redoing my about me and updating that. That means um, thinking in terms of like my processes for my day now that I'm scaling um, in my business. That means structure changes and, um, you know, so, so much of that. And what that means for you um, could sound very similar uh, but it will look like excessive pressure. <laughs> so mm-hmm. reframing that. Expect pressure. And I think the biggest takeaway is just embrace change. Embrace change. Don't fear the unknown. Don't fear the tough decisions. Know that what is on the other side is that Toontown. <laughs> Sun card, utopia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this excessive it's pressure, it's it's very liquid, right? It's very like washing. It's very, you know, washing over you. It's not a solid. <laughs> it's right. not like a boulder dropping it's on, on the head. other side is relief from pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna pull That's out the solid. ingrown toenail. You yes. There's a vibe. There's a horror movie that could be created. And that, yeah, that comes from the nursing, the nurse background. Sorry, Um, guys. (laughs) You know, but it's it's useful. You know, it's you don't need to be moving through in any pain as you're shifting into this next season. Um, because it's the next season around the corner is, you know, it is that in hexagram um, land, it is a number one, it is creation, it is creative power. Mm-hmm. So, power. Um, you know, great time to let go and release of things that no longer serve and really rest and nourish and get some roots and grounding into, um, you know, the foundation of what you're creating so that you can relief your relief. I meant put leaves wow. back in your tree. Relief. That was like a um was like a fall like play on words like 
I didn't mean to do that, though. They could put on, like, the middle school bulletin board kind of vibe, you know? I've been told I'm, I'm like, a middle school teacher. Are you a teacher? No. Well, I am a teacher, but, you know. Not yeah. yeah. I, I Probably younger than middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Probably preschool. Miss Lisa. Yeah, kindergarten, kindergarten or preschool vibes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, but and believe a, it or not, I, I, I teach and train adults, but I guess this is how I talk to them. <laughs> yeah helpful yeah yeah well i think we should take this inside of um the conscious what is collaboration collaboration (laughs) collective (laughs) the conscious collaboration collective on facebook (laughs) that's why there's two of us I know this is already on the other side of the tidal wave. I was already thinking while I was reflecting back on last week with tough decisions, how many people jumped into the group and said, yeah, they were going through some big changes. Yeah. Um, So this is just another layer into that and, you know, just a new significance and, um, you know, tying it into this month and makes, you know, helps make a lot of sense um, and gives us something that we can do with some action. shifting in loud nine baby oh yeah right yeah emily had to remind me that i created my business around the number nine the nine person <laughs> yeah she's like oh yeah i do <laughs> i'm all about nine. like her email is probably we could probably all hack into all your stuff just put a bunch of nine <laughs> thank god i don't do that but i yeah but there's a lot of nines everywhere and everything um and i encourage you guys to do that too just just for attracting abundance but that's all yeah you can um hook up with us in the link provided in the description and um we thank you for listening to us and whatever um directory you found us if you can please leave us um uh, a like and um a review Smash that like button. Yes, that I helps us. <laughs> and I send us like any feedback. That, I'm not a YouTuber. What's that? So I just like to say that even though I'm not a YouTuber. Oh, okay. <laughs> Smash that like button. Yeah, just Smash a normal it. a normal conversation after you've had a one-on-one with someone, tell them to smash that like button. I like to say it when somebody gets mad at me or annoyed at me about something. That's good. Or if they're looking at like if it's a stranger and they're looking at me like I'm crazy or something. Just or like, like a first smash date. that like button. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. It might be a good cat call response. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really I don't really be out like that anymore. But yes. uh that's a know. bonus tip for everybody out there. The old, the old stay girl out the car. Let us know how that works for you. Smash that like button. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, We'll be 80 years old saying that. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Better do it. (laughs) (laughs) That takes us to 3.33 Eastern time. Oh, look at that. 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 (laughs) Thanks for joining us and sticking around. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for us. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you in five. Hello. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. 
Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.